0: Welcome back to the Sufis podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how Kaulan's father, Kazi Rustam Khan, was humiliated again for the second time. This time in the court of the Emperor Shah Jahan. We heard how the wise Vizier Khan then wrote a letter to the Sikhs in Amritsar, conveying the fact that no army would be sent against them from Lahore. The fearful Masans, the community leaders, they were relieved that there would be no war. But the Jangi, the martial goto Sikhs like Jeta, Bidichan, Parada, Piranha, etc. They were all just eagerly waiting for anyone to ride up on Amritsar so they could just decimate them. Chapter 26 now begins describing how Guru Harguman's time in Amrsa now was spent, how the days were filled with enjoyment, adventures, all pleasing to the mind of Guru Harguman. They would daily practice the skills of warfare and weaponry with all of their warriors. Guru Harguman himself would train and have others train as well, letting out bullets from their rifles at target practice. They would mount horses with spears and ride out, trying to strike down at targets. They would train with small arms as well, like swords, uh, practicing strikes and maneuvers, before also training with bow and arrow, pulling back and firing off many arrows. The training would consist both of on foot and on horseback. The warriors would train to display their skills to Guru Hargobin, showing their strikes with spears, with the bow and arrow, and rifles. They would also spar with a sword and shield, moving their shield around, positioning it in a way to cut off the angle of the attack One would try to defend and the other would try to suppress the attack, the defender. The six would shoot off their rifles extensively and then move and switch positions quickly before firing off again. It was as if Guru Harguman had created a very large wrestling akara, a wrestling gym, where they would train on tactics and and strategy. They would be so fast in their movement, like lightning striking down from the sky. Guru Harguman would watch them and say, Wow, amazing, Shabash and then would give them rewards for their skill and training. This is how the Sikhs would train in warfare and day by day they would get better, like the increasing illumination from the rising sun. The great praise of Guru Hargobind spread throughout the lands that Guru Hargobind gives out great amounts of salary, money for the warriors and thus very skillful and great warriors were coming from all around to sign up and serve in Guru Hargobind's standing army congregations from all around as well were coming to see the Guru and daily number sir there's such a rush and congestion of people there as a result Guru Haragobin would fulfill all of their desires taking all of their pains and problems away he would sit amongst the congregation in the divan the court sessions and also check up on all the horses all the warriors as well whatever needed assistance whoever needed assistance would would get that Uh, Those who remembered Guru Hargobin, the Guru would resolve all of their issues. He wouldn't let any of his six remain in fear. He would come there and help them out himself. Guru Hargobind would head out into the forest with his warriors to go hunting, killing many animals there. With his warriors, they would often volley fire, meaning they would all fire at once to mark their happiness. There would be such delights and joy throughout hunting and having the Devan sessions, so at both of these times during the day. So after hunting, in the afternoon, in the early evening, they would come back to bathe in the surrobar of Haramandar Sahib before receiving the darshan inside. They would bow down and then do four parkaramas around Haramandar Sahib, they would sit inside as well just for a little while considering that the proper adab or respectful etiquette could not be upheld while sitting there for long amounts of time. So. Guru Hargobind would only sit there for a little bit of time before getting up and then gracefully allowing others to come there and have their time to sit as well. Guru Hargobind would then head over and ascend to the throne of the Akal Takat in the evening where the Guru would sit and have his evening divan. After this, he would head to his residence where his wife, Mata Damodri, would perform seva, selfless service herself. Even though she had many servants there helping out, she stopped all of them and wanted her own hands to be absorbed in the loving devotion of Guru Harguman, So she would wash the Guru's lotus-like feet with water, afterward drying them with silk fabric. She would have a hand fan and wave it to cool down the Guru, then massage the Guru's feet. In this way, Mata Domodri, Guru Harguman's wife, would perform seva, pleasing the Guru and remaining within the Guru's will. Every now and then, the Guru would go visit his mother, Mata Gangaji, and would speak about all the administrative duties with great joy to her. She would look at her son and just be in bliss, seeing him to be such a strong and large warrior. She would speak to her son so sweetly and lovingly. And after a while, Mata Ganga thought, wow, how true were the words of my husband, Guru Arjun who said to me, this is a verse in ragasa, written by Guru Arjan Dev Ji and Guru Granth Sahib, essentially meaning the family lineage, that vine has grown now into many generations. Hari, the divine, has imbued and bound it with the power of Taram. This line said in a very prophetic manner to Mata Ganga that her lineage would live on. So she was thinking about this, looking at her son, but then thought, oh well, I still don't have a grandson though. My desire has not fully been fulfilled, and it won't until I see a grandson. So she thought about this for many days, it was bugging her. And then one day she brought it up to her son, Guru Harguman, saying, the sayings from your father have come true. He said, a saying related to the expansion of our lineage, I have great faith in that, that our lineage will glisten brightly in the world. But until I see a son born in your household, I will have a worry in my mind i know this is backward for me to ask but still i have this love in my heart that i want to see my grandson you fulfill the desire in the mind of all your six why will you not fulfill mine please show me your son there would be such great happiness in the family if that happens listening to this guru Hargobind then responded saying the true guru guru nanak will fulfill your desires but also you're older than me. You should give me the blessing that I'll be able to have a son and expand our lineage. But listen, in the not too distant future, you'll see your grandson and all your desires will be fulfilled. So Mata Ganga heard this and was elated. She was so happy. She had great faith in what Guru Harguman uh, said. She was just in bliss that she would get to see her grandson. So every day she would go and help out her daughter-in-law, Mata Domodri, was now carrying a baby she was expecting and her womb was getting bigger and bigger like the waxing moon everyone came to know that mata Dumodiri was expecting and everyone in the family was so happy there was a great celebration in all sorts of manners the entire family heard about it and was overjoyed mata ganga took her daughter-in-law mata Dumodiri, to harmandir sahib clasping their hands together they bowed down mata ganga standing there then did a request a prayer saying Oh Guru Arjun Dev Ji, you said that your lineage would expand and you have fulfilled all my desires. Please imbue your servants with love. You are the one to expand our lineage. You have kept your word. With these thoughts in Mataganga Ji's mind, they then bowed down and did parkarmas around Durvar Sahib. They then again stood for another Ardas and then distributed a prasad to everyone there. Mataganga then took her... Expecting daughter in law back to the residence, and many days like this were spent in excitement. But soon after, another letter of marriage came to the house of Guru Harguman from Hari Chand, whose daughter was named Nanaki. So, Hari Chand was a Sikh from the time of Guru Arjan Dev Ji. Both of the engagements, Mata Dumodris, Mata Nanakis, they happened at the same time by Guru Arjan Dev Ji with Hari Chand. Guru was quite small and quite young at the time when they did the engagement. Nanaki was much younger than that as well. So the Modri's wedding happened uh, earlier and Nanaki's is just happening because now she's just reaching maturity. So they thought now would be the appropriate time for the marriage and hence that letter was sent saying that the wedding should happen on the first day of the Visakh month. So it was received by Mata Gangaji and she was just overjoyed that the Guru's house would expand even greater now. Everyone around was so happy. They would come and congratulate Mata Gangaji. However, they couldn't get all the supplies for the marriage in Amritsar as it was still just a budding city. So Guru hargobind then gave Bidhi Chand great amounts of money and told him to get all the supplies. You know, the clarified butter, the sweets, so, bidhi Chan took with him Jirta and some other sons as well. They got all types of grains and food and whatever they needed, whatever amount, they got ten times that amount. In the Guru's house, there were so many expenses to be paid. Countless people were coming into the city who needed support. And all the money that flowed in and out of the Guru's house, that was taken care of under the command of the Baba buddha So, all the sons worked under Baba buddha and they were running around getting supplies. Uh, they sent messengers to go bring the extended family, the families associated with the gurus from Golandwal, Guru Ji's lineage, from Kurdur Sahib, Guru Angadevji's lineage. The Surbis were in Lahore. They then went to the village of Mau, which is a village of Mata Gangaji. So they sent a notice there as well. And all around the word was being spread and taking along it the praise of Guru Harguman. They would say, Guru Hargovan has created such an expansive community in Amritsar creating a standing army, having a second marriage, just like a great king. Really, the king of kings, as other kings come down and bow down to him. Even though people slander the guru for taking the Kazi's daughter, the emperor remained silent. He respected the guru and didn't do anything. Such is a great warrior Guru Hargovan. That's why he's considered greater than anyone else. So this is how the praise of the guru was spreading now, and this is how chapter 26 concludes the next chapter, we'll hear of the marriage between Guru Hargobin and Mata Nanaki. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. <laughs>